This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. In a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continue to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. The excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen as the enemies of wildlife are ignorant of the fact that, in reality, the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. Theodore Roosevelt Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Wild Initiative Conservation Coffee Break. Today I am talking with Calvin Herring of 2% for Conservation. Calvin, thank you so much for hopping on the line with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. So um, I've already actually recorded an episode with Jared Frazier about 2%, but uh, you know, who wants to hear from that guy anyway? So (laughs) I get to talk with you today. Um... If you could just maybe give me a brief introduction of kind of yourself and what you do for 2% for conservation and just the general uh, mission of 2%. Yeah. So um, I started off this past summer as the intern actually for 2% for conservation back in May and it developed into a position. Um, So I am now the membership coordinator uh, and I kind of, I don't kind of, I talk to a lot of the individual members, uh, committee members as well helping organize the back front or the back uh, of it. So making sure that everything's kind of organized, keeping the website updated, um, simple stuff like that more so right now as the times kind of progress. Uh, so I was brought on as the media or the membership coordinator in September. Um, so my responsibilities are continuing to grow. Um, like when Jared goes out of town, I take over the Instagram, do that kind of stuff and then also help reach out and, help create the blogs and make sure that the committee members are pitching in or um, that kind of stuff. Um, And then also just kind of making sure that I get my own 21 hours in of uh, my 1% (laughs) of time and, you know, just meeting awesome people that are super passionate about the same hobbies that I have and super passionate about conservation. Um, 
So that's kind of what I do. And then for those of you that don't know, 2% for Conservation is a 501c3 nonprofit and was basically started out of necessity. Um, many things have changed in the North American model of what wildlife conservation was and how it was created uh, like 80 years ago. Um, and so what we kind of wanted to do with conservation or what the founders wanted to do was that um, kind of they noticed that hunters spend, hunters and anglers spend about 7% of their annual income in hunting and fishing and that kind of product. So with 2%, that takes companies and kind of helps them put forward what their 2% of their 1% dime and their 1% of time. So by spending that money that you do normally on hunting gear, fishing gear, uh, you can spend it with these companies that are 2% certified and putting that 1% back of their dollar in towards conservation efforts or 1% of their time in towards conversation, con conservation efforts. <laughs> with with um, how many times I say that word, trust me, I think I'd say conversation just about as many. Well, it's a good conversation to have about conservation. So <laughs> <laughs> it works out. Um, but yeah, so by putting your 2% in individual members or business members, just kind of making that aware to people that this is a hobby that everybody, uh, or that not everybody, but a lot of people do love is hunting and angling. So by putting your money where your mouth is or by putting your time out into something that you really do love is basically what 2% does. <laughs> so I think you, you may have kind of touched on this a little bit, but what are really some of the most current or I guess major issues that 2% is addressing or are dealing with in conservation these days? So that's kind of the great thing about 2% um, is that we are purple. We don't necessarily take a stand on um, anything political. We're not blue, we're not red, we're purple. Um, and we actually just released, we started doing this blog and it kind of came out, or one of the topics that came from it was why we are purple. Um, and it's basically tackling or just talking about how there are so many different issues that go over a big span of whether it's CWD or lead in certain types of ammo or whatever, um, it kind of puts it on our committee members and our individual members kind of being like, okay, well, this is, you guys are passionate about hunting and angling. So here's how you guys can put your time and effort into it. So for instance, um, Stone Glacier had a bunch of people, oops, sorry, had a bunch of their um, workers go out or their coworkers go out with Montana or goat alliance and they counted goat and tagged some goats and kind of did it with Montana fish and wild or with the Montana goat alliance chapter. And um, it's really cool to see that that's how they were putting towards their conservation. Um, so for us, it's not necessarily tackling one topic or focusing on one area or issue. It's kind of just you guys and our committee members, our board member or our committee members, individual members and business members finding a way to do conservation on their own. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> no, it totally does. And I think that's, you know, one of the okay. <laughs> um, unique things about 2% is um, really your, you guys exist to spread the love to all of the, I guess, I don't know, for lack of a better term on the ground conservation organizations. Um, as well yeah. as, I mean, 
just all the different organizations in general, uh, you know, you help spread the word and you encourage people to find a reason to get involved and give them the chance to, I guess, kind of show off that they're, they're involved as well. Exactly. And we had a great, um, we had the Bozeman Conservation Convention this year and we tackled so many different topics um, and brought in both sides. Uh, like we tackled wool and how wool is being used in Montana and we've got agricultures in or people that were in ag and then also sheep farmers and then just everyone. Um, and they were able to have this discussion as to how they're both working for conservation and how they're both working together. And then we also had um, one of the ones that really hit home for me was access through water. And we were able to have that conversation with um, just great, board member committee members and just people from around the Bozeman community that were passionate about it as well to start those conversations and bring it to the people's attention. But yeah, water access isn't easy for everyone. Um, and it's a lot of times great sections of the river are hard to access. Um, so it was bringing those to the table and having these conversations that you really do start to see a change and that it is also going out with your local state uh, fish and wildlife or fish and parks and kind of doing on the ground conservation in that sense. Um, I recently went out with Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks to go and move around cameras um, that some local grad students at U of M had set up um, in this gorgeous area. I mean, it was, if you love to hunt and love to fish, I mean, it was a great experience for me where I spent the entire weekend um, just moving cameras around. I mean, it was one of the harder things I had to do because you're going completely off trail and they were using <laughs> them to track elk and um, different migration patterns because of this burn area that was there. Um, and so I think we covered like 35 miles in two days and it was just this incredible experience. And I'm super stoked to hear about, uh, the grad studies that come about afterwards. And now I'm like fully invested in that area. Um, and it was an area that I'd never seen in Montana. So it definitely brings the perspective doing certain things for conservation and, I mean, reaching out to your local fish and game or, Local organizations really would love it if you did so. I mean, it's, their reaction was, hey, when can we get out more? Can you come out more? Can you find other people that want to come <laughs> out and volunteer with us? And I was like, oh, yeah, we would love it. It'd be great. I was like, sure. <laughs> so it's definitely just reaching out to those people. They want it just as much as you do. I mean, it's a, it's a great experience. So if people, one, wanted to find two percent for conservation online where can they do that and then two how can they get involved so for our online website uh it's fishandwildlife.org it's not two percent for conservation dot anything it's just fishandwildlife.org um and there it has stuff for business members to sign up on for individual members to sign up for and also getting connected in your local area so we have a tab on there that says get connected um and right under that tab, you can scroll down and there's a picture of the U.S. map um, or the North America. And we have a bunch of committee members spread across the entire U.S., all the way up into Alaska and even some in B.C. and Alberta area. So, um, I mean, that is one great way to reach out. We are trying to get committee members in almost every state. Uh, we're almost there. Um, but. With that being said, um, you can either reach out to your local ones. We've had quite a few people reach out to email um, either me or Jared, and we've 
set them up with uh, committee members in their state. We recently had a fellow that was from Michigan and we, he was near Ann Arbor and perfect. We have a committee member in Ann Arbor. Um, so that's one way. Uh, we also have our Instagram and that's 2% for conservation, the number two for conservation. Um, and we have a lot of people that reach out through there. We are very active on both ends. Um, if Jared, Jared and I are hardly ever out of town at the same time or out of self-service, I should say. Um, <laughs> so one of us is usually, we are pretty good at responding. Um, and we also have a Facebook page too. Um, that's 2% for conservation as well. So those are our three main ways to reach out to us. Fantastic. And so folks want to join, there's individual memberships, there's business memberships. Um, could you maybe just really quick, uh, you know, give the quick overview of what the requirements are for each, for each of those? Yeah. So, um, I'll start with an individual membership. An individual membership is basically on the honor system. It's right now we're trying to figure out a way to track it, but um, it's on the honor system and it's 1% of your time and 1% of your dollar. So that 1% of your time equals out to about 21 hours a year. Um, so that's from the time you signed up to the time you want to renew it again. Um, and that goes anywhere for, I know I did a lot of work this year with, or I did a lot of volunteering this year with backcountry hunters and anglers and I worked their pub nights some nights or I helped out at rendezvous or it's little things like that that uh, can accumulate over time. And um, that's one way to get your conservation is helping out with those organizations or going out to your fish and wildlife or your local Montana goat alliance or if they have trail reconstruction somewhere. Um, and then also the 1% of your dollar, it's your gross income. Um, and so that equates to, I mean, it's putting in raffle tickets or buying raffle tickets for RMEF or buying a membership for EHA or Pheasants Forever or any of these organizations that put back towards conservation efforts. That's your dollar going back. Um, so that's your individual membership. And then for the business membership, it's similar. So it doesn't necessarily go off or it does not go off of the 21 hours is not, or the 1% for concert, 1% of your time, sorry, is not <laughs> off of the entire company's personnel. So say you have 100 people, that's not 100 people every day or every year doing 21 hours. That is one 21 hour, um, it's just one person's time. And that's where it kind of gets a little tricky where if it's, if you have a company that's 100 people or if you have a company that's one person like we have a photographer who's actually a committee member as well and his company uh tyson wood uh wood image imagery i believe or Woods photography t woods he, photography uh, i, I know person. him well actually yeah. he's phenomenal and he came down and helped us at the um, total archery challenge in big sky and it was just him and he put in his 21 hours then and he's also done some other stuff around montana and that was his contribution and it's just on him and he was able to do that um so it's just 21 hours um for that whatever company it is for a business member or business uh yeah business member and then it's also um one percent of their gross income so that is where a lot of people actually don't realize that they're giving back way more than they thought they were so it's one percent of your income is going back towards conservation and that's either donating your stuff towards raffles uh like stone glacier donating a lot 
of their packs and a lot of their items towards raffles in order to raise money for some conservation group or effort or something. Um, so that's one way that businesses give back or it's also physical or like actual donations that go in, um, whether it's Wild Sheep Foundation or whatever. They're giving that money towards those companies. And it's the gross income, not the net, because net can go negative and hopefully you're not <laughs> going negative <laughs> and gross. But <laughs> so that's, that's the business membership and that's the individual. Well, fantastic. Y'all make sure you head on over to fishandwildlife.org. Check out 2% for Conservation. You can also find them on our conservation page at thewildinitiative.com slash conservation. You can either search for 2% for Conservation or scroll down and look for their logo. Check out their profile. There's links to uh, this episode as well as my episode with Jared. Uh, You can also get links to all of their socials. Calvin, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on and share about 2% with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. 